Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the KPRC 2 Plus, KPRC 2 Sports Plus, I might add, our new podcast, episode number three. Great to have you with us. Randy McAvoy alongside Ari Alexander. Spending a few minutes with you here as we get ready to talk Texans here for just a few minutes today, Ari. And you and I were talking, man, we've been counting down to the start of training camp. Uh, it's been a, a busy offseason for the Texans, and and now it all gets going on Friday with that first practice bright and early at 8 a.m. Uh, a new era begins, Lovey Smith and uh, some guys that hopefully year two is going to be a big one for some of these guys. Yeah, it gets brighter and earlier because uh, Nick Casario has a press conference at 7.30 in the morning. Wow. On uh, Friday morning. Can't wait. Why? Couldn't he have just done that Thursday? After practice, yeah. Or and Thursday, Thursday I mean, like a day in yeah. advance, maybe. Uh, so then they practice <laughs> at 8, and they'll talk to the players at 10. But uh, a lot of different things going on with the Texans because this team is in the, I wouldn't say the middle of a rebuild, probably the closer to the beginning of a rebuild. Yeah, still, I think, on that front end. And yep. the big question is, of course, like most teams, is at quarterback. Is Davis Mills going to make a big enough step in year two as a third round pick which I think is very rare that third round and later picks turn into good quarterbacks that the Texans will not need to try to draft a guy high next year yeah that's their goal I mean I think that's the number one question and I I kind of hope they don't uh, the PR folks are going to kind of control who talks out there it's not like the good old days where uh they were walking off the field to practice. This is like pre Bill O'Brien and Kubiak and those guys. <laughs> Literally, you they when practice was over, these guys, you know, they were soaking wet from being out there to practice for two hours. But it was a free for all. You can grab whoever you want. But now it's been kind of controlled uh, more so with Bill O'Brien than post COVID, all that kind of stuff. But I hope they make Davis Mills available day one Friday. I would, I would Not make us wait. We I need would, to hear from yeah. him. I mean, I'm thinking if I had to guess, Brandon Cooks, Christian Kirksey, and then you got to talk to the quarterback. So Mills, yeah. I would imagine, would be one of the guys available but it'll be interesting to see what he can do i know i've talked to some people not necessarily within football but within Mm -hmm. the fantasy football industry yeah that are very very interested specifically in the texans because Mm -hmm. they're not rated highly as a team they're a big sleeper and they really like uh davis mills nico collins and brevin jordan those are the three guys that the fantasy industry is thinking are going to break out why why not i mean when you i mean everything i've read on pep hamilton you've spoken with it too and during the offseason his offense, uh, it's going to be a new look offense. There's no doubt, but he's tight end happy. I mean, he uh, Tim Kelly was too. He wasn't afraid to find the yeah. tight ends. But Pep Hamilton, his history is loves to to incorporate the tight ends into his offense. So why not open it up for for Brevin Jordan? I think he's the best one in the group right now when you look at those tight ends. And uh, he really made strides last year. Uh, breaking in with the Texans. Well, we'll see what happens with how they use the tight ends because yeah. under Tim Kelly, and then even toward the end of the year, they run the, a lot of double tight end sets because they want to run the ball, mm-hmm. and they would mix a guy like Anthony Alclair, who is a, just a blocker. It'd be shocking if he catches a right. pass with Farrell Brown, mm-hmm. with Brevin Jordan. So mm-hmm. I think that they're still going to do that. 
And I just don't see think that you're going to see Farrell Brown and Brevin Jordan on the field at the same time. Yeah. And so who's going to get more targets? Who's going to get more playing time? A guy who's a little bit more of a vet in Farrell Brown or the second year guy that Casario specifically drafted in the fifth round of Brevin Jordan. Yeah, I agree. Uh, back on Davis Mills, I mean, that's every day. I can't wait till we get out there and practice. Everybody's going to be looking. Okay, Mills looks good. He's delivering the good balls today. Uh, it's a tight one to Nico or uh, Brandon Cooks, whoever it was. The spotlight is clearly on him. This is a crucial year for Davis Mills. And you know what? He's had the full offseason. Uh, last month of the year last year, he really took strides in a positive direction, just confidence there in the pocket, uh, being comfortable with this offense, making some tough throws. I think he grew up and really showed but the potential. I'm not saying he's there. He's not even close there. But this year, he's got the keys, man. This, the keys to this offense belong to Davis Mills. He's got to step up. I know the competition's there. The, on, the, on the schedule, it's going to be tough a lot of weeks. But he's got to prove he can be the long-term guy or they're going to be forced to, to go that direction again in the offseason and leading up to next year's draft. Well, he's just an interesting quarterback because there are just there's two schools of thought on him. There are those in the league that look at him as a backup. Mm -hmm. And then there are those in the league – that look at him as a guy that only went in the third round because he was constantly getting hurt in college. And then last year, he played all year with the Texans, had zero injury issues and no even hint of injury issues, was right. perfectly healthy with and no problems this offseason or anything like that. But he was a guy who was an Elite 11, four-star talent, coming out of high school in Georgia, mm -hmm. went to Stanford, and all the physical tools have always been there. Right. Then he just kept getting hurt, and so he dropped in the draft and ended up mm -hmm. going in the third round. And there's been struggles for third round and later quarterbacks over the last decade. Um, right. I look back at it, and Russell Wilson, I think, doesn't count. He's an outlier. He got drafted late because he was short. Mm -hmm. The two guys that are have been successful in the league are Nick Foles and Kirk Cousins that are third round and later, that have, and everyone else has really, really struggled third right. round and later. And so that's where you look at is just what's the history of that. But then Mills, I've heard from some people in the league, could have had a first-round grade if he just wasn't hurt. And it was one of those, hey, is this guy going to stay healthy? We're not going to stick a first-round grade on him. Mm -hmm. And so those are the two schools of thought with him. There are times that he showed flashes of he has all the physical tools, Texans can score a little bit. And then there are times where, right. like, yes, it was a rainstorm in Buffalo, but I remember it was 40 to nothing. I was there that game, and it's just the offense does nothing. And yeah. how much of that is Davis Mills? How much of that is that they try to run the ball with the team that can't run the mm -hmm. ball? And But there were just times that their offense – did nothing like six straight drives and they'd have like 43 yards over all of those drives. But you're right. That's not necessarily, I mean, it might, some of it might've been on mills, but it may not have been all on him. No, when you got an O line that wasn't that good, right. Horrible running game. I want to see as a, as a guy who covers the team, it's just as a fan of football. I want to see him in a fair situation to see what he looks like. That might not be this it year. It may, may not be this year, but I, we're not going to know his potential unless the offensive line is improved, gives him a chance. They have a running game. And then I want to see how he reacts. And if he fails, he fails. I mean, you're right. It may not be this year. I'm hoping they're better, though. I'm hoping that offensive line is better with Laramie and Titus. you got Kenyon Green now on that line. I think that O-line is going to be better. And I don't know yet on the running back. Yeah, I don't know if Pierce is a guy or Mack. I mean, who knows? Mack is coming off that Achilles, but he yeah. had really good talent. I remember watching him at college. I was back when I used to cover Memphis. He played at South Florida, and he broke off like two 80-yard runs, mm -hmm. and the guy had burst. And before he had this Achilles injury, he was a good player for the Colts. Right. Um, Damian Pierce 
looks like a guy. Like he, he looks does. like he's tough. He's got like the and, swagger. And he's a great interview, man. Oh, <laughs> I mean, hilarious. this guy loves when the cameras are and on. And Burkhead, I think, is definitely going to still get carries. Yeah. They love Rex Burkhead. Right. And then they, they have, I was looking at this. They have Royce Freeman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot who's their fifth guy, but they have like, oh, Dario Gunbawale. So okay. I heard somewhere throughout the league that a Gunbawale has looked really good this offseason. Okay. And so they have potentially five guys that could be relatively useful running backs. Right. All five aren't going to make the team. Yeah. But a Gunbawale had some excitement with Jacksonville a couple of years <clears> ago and then got hurt. And then James Robinson came up and, yeah. and he was gone. Royce Freeman started games for the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Marlon Mack started games for the Colts. Like, they have a little bit more depth there. And the yeah. O-line, as you said, if Kenyon Green turns out to be a good player, their issues in the middle, that will be closer to being solved. Draft, yeah, drastically improved if he steps up. And I think he will. I'm excited to see him. Uh, but, yeah, you got to get that running game uh, taken care of. I mean, the Texans basically gave it away. When you look at the numbers on first down and I think second down, too, I think they led the league in that they use running plays. I mean, they've got to change that approach. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to be able to throw the ball and get creative. And I think Pep is going to try to incorporate that. It's not going to be first down and 10. You're going to hand it off. Everybody knows the opponent. That's just a giveaway. They knew what was coming last year. And uh, hopefully they'll, they'll open it up and uh, keep some teams off balance. But receiver, I'm excited uh, to see Nico, man. I was really impressed with Nico's size, how he developed, getting, you, know, you got Cooks, Cooks, Man, Cooks is unbelievable. Since I think 2014, there's only like, man, five or six receivers, I think. Yeah, he's got a bunch of thousand that have more seasons. yards yeah. than he does since like 2014. So this guy's consistent, and yet he's played on multiple teams, man. He's just hopped around, but he's he fit right in wherever he's landed. So yeah, he's been a good player for a long time. He's a good yeah. locker room guy from everything that we've heard from the Texans. Yeah. He that's what, that was a question I asked Nick Casario um, before <clears> the draft. Who do you put on your season ticket picture? Like when you send out the little season ticket pack, right. pack to the fans, do you even have a guy that you could put on there? And, and Cooks kind of seems like he might be the guy. I think he's one. Um, do you put – is Davis in the – I mean, they've, they've said along he's their guy. I mean, he's a quarterback, so maybe yeah. you do, but he's not – I mean, it's like – Maybe they have two versions that can – I don't know. Then but you're right. Players, you're limited. Don't you don't have – It's like Brandon Cooks and that's it. Yeah, you don't have – Desmond King, Christian, those Kersey, aren't guys, you know, Jonathan Grenard. There's like, a certain type of player. Those right. are good players, but you got to have a household name that's Cooks that, is the only one that resonates with the fans, Tunsil, and you're limited. Yeah, like Tunsil and Cooks, but then Tunsil's like a tackle. Like yeah, I think it's Cooks, or, man. It has to be. He's the only it's got to be Cooks. But uh, all right, defensively now, uh, you know, offense has gotten so much attention. I, one thing I'm looking forward to in camp and preseason is this defense. And uh, because most of the conversation is dominated by Pat Hamilton, this Davis Mills, this, but man, this defense has a few good players. They got these rookies that, and we talked about on sports Sunday too with Sarge. And uh, I think a lot of people want to see these, these rookies healthy, but what they can do, Stingley, Petrie, uh, Christian uh, Harris, the linebacker. I think a lot of people are fired up about uh, to go with some other pieces. They've already got in place. Um, uh, Grenard playmaker last year and healthy now. Yeah, and healthy. So, um, hey man, Jerry Hughes, yeah, Malik Collins is very good. one of the most underrated D tackles in the league. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about what they can do. Of course, Lovey Smith. That's his, as head coach. That's his thing. He's going to have his hand on that defense, and uh, hopefully, they can they can make plays. But they've got playmakers there. But the offense obviously gets all the attention going into the start of training camp. But um, We'll hear from Nick Casario on Friday. 7.30 in the morning. Um, I wonder if he'll actually give us anything. Probably, Probably not. not. 
It says uh, a lot of words that, but doesn't that don't mean anything. Yeah, it, great uh, talker. He is not man. A lot of meaning behind it. You don't know which direction he's, what path he's going to take yeah. on a particular uh, soundbite, but uh, we will hear from him again. I kind of wish they were doing it like most teams when they make their GM or and or owner um, available the day before camp. Cowboys did that yesterday, like right. they always do with Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones. Um, I think that'd be actually a better way to do it. Get. The Casario stuff out of the way on Thursday. Yeah. Hey, man, it's more coverage for the Texans. Give it to them. And then Friday, man, I don't know about you. I don't, I don't, I'll be, I'll be there and listen to Casario, but man, I want to hear from players and Lovey. Uh, yeah, some of these other guys starting off Friday. We'll see what some of the new guys are getting in. I mean, how the rookies are, are coming in. I think that's one yeah. of the biggest pieces that they're excited for is instead of having a team filled with a bunch of like vets that maybe a lot of teams didn't necessarily want or didn't want yeah. at a certain price point you're now excited about these rookies, right? Jalen mm-hmm. Petrie, Christian Harris, and Derek Stingley are genuinely guys to be excited about. I think Garrett Wallow, linebacker, is going to take a big step. I know right. a lot of the players on the Texans have a lot of respect for him. And big role last year. The yep. athleticism and, and uh, just the, the raw tools mm-hmm. might be a little bit until he puts it all together yeah. in the NFL, but they uh, other players on the Texans think that Wallow hits hard. He's athletic. He, he's a good player. Harris is going mm-hmm. to be interesting. He's super athletic. And then Stingley obviously has the profile. And I've heard a lot of good things about Jalen Petrie. I would not be surprised if Jalen Petrie is a starter week one. Man, I, I can't wait to see this guy play. Um, and where where will they use him? That's what I want to see. Because he played different. I mean, he, was, he played all over the field for yeah. the Baylor Bears. But in this particular defense, will he hang in the back? Will he, will he seem close to the line a little bit? He can play, and he's very versatile. So how they use him and his talents, I think Jalen Petrie is going to quickly become, just as Justin Reed did, uh, a, a fan favorite when he's out there on the football field. So camp opens Friday. Saturday is the first uh, day that fans will be able to come out, and I believe they're breaking out the red helmets on yeah, Saturday yeah, yeah. Uh, for that practice. So it'll be the first time fans can check that out as well, uh, the new alternate helmets uh, for the Texans. But that is that. The Texans' the training camp begins, and they'll have three games. Uh, what is it? The Saints, um, Niners, Rams, and Niners. And Niners, yeah. yeah. And I think uh, only one road game. I think the Rams, that second game, but then they close out. Uh, only yeah, three games now. Prime game on a Thursday with the Niners. I think it's with the Niners, August right? So five. Yeah, and then they start. Uh, Early September, uh, was it the 11th, I think, against the Indianapolis Colts at NRG Stadium. But we'll have you covered. KPRC 2 uh, will be talking here as well uh, with podcast and click to Houston.com as well. So we'll wrap it up. That's it for now to kind of get you in the mood of uh, football. And we will be there with coverage starting on Friday when the Texans open training camp out at NRG Park. So we'll wrap it up. For Ari Alexander, I'm Randy McAvoy. Thanks for the time. We'll talk to you again. Remember, our KPRC 2 Sports podcast is each and every week. Different topics. It'll be us. Chancellor Johnson will be here doing it as well. Uh, We'll have guests as well uh, throughout the course of the year. We'll have a lot of fun with us. So thanks for hanging out and tuning in here today. We'll talk to you soon.